Hello there, everyone. My name's Andrew. And I'm Cassie. And this is the Culips English Podcast. Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to Culips. Today, we have a real talk episode prepared for you. Now, Real Talk is the series where we teach you the English expressions that you need to know for real world situations. And to help me with this lesson, I'm joined by my co host, Cassie. Hey there, Cassie. Hey, Andrew. And hey, listeners. Today, we'll teach you how to ask for recommendations from a concierge at a hotel. All right. So today's lesson focus is on how to ask for recommendations from a concierge at a hotel. It's going to be a great episode and we'll get to it in just a moment. But before we do, listeners, I want to let you know that there is a study guide for this episode on our website, culips.com. And it's a great way to study with us with that guide and following along with the transcript. That's inside while you listen to us here today. So, to download it and follow along as you listen, just visit our website, culips.com, sign up and become a member, and then you can access it. All right, Cassie, so let's break down the plan for today. What we're going to do is learn some practical expressions that you can use when you're asking for recommendations at a hotel. And first, what we'll do is listen to an example conversation between the hotel concierge and the guest staying at the hotel. Cassie, Maybe we should talk about who a concierge is. Could you break this down for us? Who is this person and what do they do? A hotel concierge works at the front of a hotel and they're usually there to help guests in whatever capacity they may need,、um, especially with advice or some sort of information in the local area, maybe about restaurants or transportation or entertainment and tourist hotspots in the area. Exactly. Now, for our listeners from France or Quebec, they probably have no problem with this word because I think it's originally a French word. However, I think maybe some of our listeners from other parts of the world, especially parts of the world where a romance language isn't spoken, they might be thinking, what the heck is up with the pronunciation of this word? Because as far as I know, it retains its French pronunciation for the most part. French listeners can correct us if we're wrong. But let's break down the pronunciation of this word, Cassie. How can we say it? It's Concierge, right? That ending sound is erge, which is a very rare sound in English, I feel. Yeah, I think you'd only hear this in borrowed English words.、Mm, yeah, it's not very common. And what about the spelling? How can we spell this word concierge? Concierge is spelled C O N C I E R G E.、Mm. All right. Okay. So we are going to take a listen to this example conversation between the hotel guest and the hotel concierge. And why don't we do that right now? Let's do it. 
How can I help you? Oh, hello. I was just wondering if you had any pamphlets or brochures that recommended any must-see sites in the area. Of course, we do. But maybe I could offer you some suggestions personally as well. What are your interests? Well, I'm here with my wife and kids. They're 8 and 10 years old, so we're looking for something family-friendly to do. Ah, then I would definitely recommend checking out the zoo. It's open every day between 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. There's also a fantastic rainforest-themed restaurant inside the zoo that I'm sure the kids will love. Wow, that sounds great. Well, what's the best way to get there from here? Our hotel can arrange a taxi service for you, or you can catch bus number 21. It's a block down the road from our hotel, and that will take you straight to the zoo. Great. Okay, and I have one more question for you. Our flight leaves really early on Monday morning. Could you schedule a wake-up call for our room? Yeah, no problem. What time should we call? Uh, 5 a.m. should do it. Thank you. Of course. Here's our hotel card. If you need anything else, don't be afraid to ask. So we just listened to that example conversation between the hotel guest and the concierge, and the concierge was very helpful at answering all of the guest's questions and recommending some activities for the guest to do with his family and some information about transportation as well. And really, this is the job of the concierge is to give you recommendations about activities and restaurants and advice on transportation and how to get around, all of these things. So Cassie, what we're going to do next is go back and go through this conversation one more time and talk about some of the important expressions and important questions that we heard the two speakers use in the example conversation. And so the first one that we should highlight is really how the guest asked about activities to do in the area. So the guest asked the concierge, I was wondering if you had any pamphlets or brochures that recommend must-see sites in the area. Must-see sites in the area. Could you break this down for us, Cassie? What is a must-see site? Must-see Sites are quite literally sites that you must see. You shouldn't miss out on if you are in that area. Uh, they're places that that area is famous for, like the Eiffel Tower in Paris or the Taj Mahal in India. Yeah, absolutely. So site is just another way of saying like a tourist attraction or a tourist site, right? The kind of popular area that all, all the tourists love to visit. All right, perfect. Now moving on, the concierge asks the guest a question. The question is, what are your interests? What are your interests? Hmm. Why would the concierge ask you this question when you're talking to them? Because everyone is different. Maybe 
one guest is really interested in finding the best restaurants in the area, but another guest might care less what they eat. They might go to McDonald's for lunch, but they're really interested in finding the best places to take pictures or go for walks. Yeah, absolutely. And in this case, the guest was traveling with his family. And when you have your kids and family with you, well, that's really going to determine the kinds of places that will be appropriate for you to visit. Like, I know a lot of kids don't like to go to old history museums all day long, <laughs> right? Maybe they want to go to a theme park or an amusement park or a zoo. And so you could expect the concierge to ask you this kind of question just so they could get a sense of who you are and what would be a good activity to recommend to you. Exactly, yes. And like you mentioned, this man has two kids, so he said that they needed an activity that was family-friendly. 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 Yeah, that's a great way to say that you want to do something that is appropriate for kids, right? It's mostly to do with children. And we don't use it just to only talk about activities. We could even say things like, that's a family-friendly movie or that's a family-friendly restaurant. It just means that kids are welcome and the content you know, of the movie is appropriate for children to watch. It's not too violent or sexual or something that's not good for kids to look at. Yeah, and I think parents already know that family-friendly restaurants are important. You don't want to be taking your kids to a fancy establishment that focuses on, you know, romantic couples or something, because your kids might be screaming and throwing crayons in the background. That would not be good for business. <laughs> exactly. So that's a great expression to know if you are a parent and have a family, especially with children. Now, a little later in the conversation, we heard the guest ask the concierge about getting to the zoo. So the concierge recommended that the guest and his family check out the zoo. And so that guest wanted to know about how to get there. So he asked a great question that I would recommend all of our listeners memorize, especially if you're ever traveling in an English-speaking country. Now, this question is, what's the best way to get there from here? What's the best way to get there from here? And really, it just means, please recommend the best way to travel from where I am right now when I'm talking to you to the destination that I want to arrive at. Yes, that's right. This is a really useful phrase to use and to have when you're traveling, but it's not the only way you can phrase this question. You could say, where's the nearest taxi service? Or where's the nearest bus stop from here? Or could you show me on the map how to get there? Exactly. Or you may even want to ask, how long does it take to get there from here? Because it might be too far away. Maybe the zoo is two hours away and you're like, no, that's just too far to get to the zoo. I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass this time. Yeah. Now, Cassie, moving along in this conversation, the concierge gives the information to the guest about uh, the options for getting to the zoo. 
such as arranging for a taxi service to pick the guest up or taking the bus to the zoo. And the guest says, yeah, that's great. Thank you for the information. Oh, and there's one more thing. He asked the concierge one more thing, and that is to schedule a wake-up call. And in our previous Real Talk episode, we mentioned what a wake-up call is, but just in case some listeners didn't hear that episode, or maybe just as a little review, Cassie, could you describe what a wake-up call is? Yeah, so a wake-up call is especially important when you have an early morning flight. It's when the hotel's front desk will call up to your room just to make sure that you are awake and able to catch your flight in the morning. Excellent. Yes. So if you have problems waking up in the morning, then arranging for a wake-up call is a very good idea so that you don't miss your flight, which would really, really be terrible, I think. (laughs) Okay, Cassie, so we're going to wrap up this episode in a moment. But before we do wrap it up, I have just a, a quick question for you. And that is in the USA, in the country that you're from, what kind of hotel would you find a concierge at? Is there a concierge at every hotel? And what about motels as well? Would they have a concierge? Like, where can you find this service? Honestly, I think concierges are only found at fancier establishments. However, these days, most places or even like hostels, you know, low cost places will have a concierge book kind of so even if it's not a person you can ask questions to they have a whole booklet full of restaurant guides must see sites any kind of question you might have could probably be found in that book Mm, yeah that's the same in my country as well in canada concierge is usually not found in cheaper hotels or in motels, but from mid-range to high-level and expensive hotels, then usually they will have a concierge. But even if your hotel or where you're staying doesn't have a concierge, it doesn't mean that you can't talk to any member of the hotel staff to ask them questions like this. So if your hotel or the place that you're staying at doesn't have specific concierge, then you can just feel free to talk to maybe the front desk person or any staff member. And I'm sure they would be able to help you out. And you could use the same kind of questions and same expressions to talk to that person as well. Yeah, actually, on a side note, I have a friend who is traveling in Africa right now. I feel very ignorant. I don't remember the country. But uh, she asked her taxi driver for a suggestion on where to eat and he recommended one of his favorite dishes in his area and she actually went on a hunt for that food so it you could even ask these questions to just people in the city that you meet like a restaurant owner or a taxi driver or someone like that yeah absolutely
Alright, well, that is going to bring us to the end of today's episode. Thank you for listening, everyone, and thank you for practicing English with us today. We hope that by listening and studying with this episode, you were able to improve your English and become a better English listener and speaker. Now, speaking of that, if you find Culips helpful for building and developing your English language skills, then we would love it if you could support us. And there are several ways that you can do that. The best way is by visiting our website, culips.com, and signing up to become a Culips member. When you're a Culips member, you will get study guides and transcripts to all of our episodes along with a bunch of other helpful bonuses. So definitely visit culips.com to find all the information you need to learn about signing up. But that's not the only way that you could support us. You could also follow us on social media or tell your friends who are learning English to check out Culips or even you could leave us a five-star rating and a nice review on your favorite podcast platform. If you have a question or a comment for us, our email address is contact at culips.com and we would love to hear from you. So don't feel shy about getting in touch with us. We'll be back soon with another brand new Culips episode and we'll talk to you then. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.